some tags. Only got twenty dollars in my pocket. I'm, I'm hunting, looking for a cover. This is fucking awesome. Walk into the club like what up? I got a big cock. Rifchoft, Macmore, and Ryan Willis. Uh, good evening, Tanisha. So you're going to talk to us about your wonderful trip between Alba and Asti in Italy. Good evening. Now, bear with me. My internet connection is a little shaky. So it's so okay. You're you're in Paris. It's normal. <laughs> Agreed. 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 All right. So. I was in Alba for a conference and we took a train to Asti. So I just want to talk about some of the wines of Alba and Asti, some of which I tasted during the time. So Alba is in Piemont and uh, it's one of the newest Italian DOCs. It was introduced only in August 2010, so not that long ago. Located in Northwest Italy and sits at the foot of the Western Alps, it's a very unique spot geographically because it lends some key features that influence the climate of the region, the cool Alps and then the balmy Mediterranean. So these features together give wide day and night temperature variation. And we all know that cold nights and a little fog in the morning and a sunlit day make a very good wine. So Alba the DOC takes its name from the town in the center. Alba, mm -hmm. and it's one of the two key wine towns in Piedmont. The other is Asti. I'll get to that one in a minute. But it covers more than just the Alba commune. It actually extends in all four directions to take in the area for all the local DOCs. Why does this matter? Why is this important? It gives winemakers the freedom to make wines with blended with grapes from several different zones. They can cover a much broader range of wine styles than being a more specific DOC. So instead of being limited to a single grape variety, wine sold under the Alba title can be made from anywhere between 1 to 15 grapes. Mm. So I think that's kind of cool. couple of things I drank while in Alba. Mm. Of course, I can't say tasted. I actually was drinking this time. So <laughs> Nebbiolo was... That good? was uh, yeah. And it was a lot. It was some, you know, cool things there. So yeah, Nebbiolo... Um, <clears throat> some considered an alternative to great burgundy because the price can get a little crazy for burgundy of course i don't say that but i'm probably biased wink wink uh nebbiolo can be compared to pinot noir for some um for its ability to convey a real sense of place and flavor wise think high acidity intense tannins with some grip flavors of cherry rose and tar and over time like a decade Aging can soften those tannins and um, a bit and integrate some acidity. Next up, Barolo, called the king of wine by some. It has a very big reputation and the region has actually earned UNESCO World Heritage status. Mm. The appellation earned its DOCG status and regulations dictate that Barolo must be aged a minimum of three years for release, five years for reserva. And then to take it a step further, only vineyards on southern facing hills fall within the purview. Um, next, I had some Barbera as well. Um, it's one of Piedmont's most widely planted grapes. Barbera d'Alba and Barbera d'Asti, both DOCG, are some of the most well-known appellations in the Piedmont. Today, it grows around Italy and the world. It's a dark-skinned grape, produces wines with bright cherry flavors and tannins that are measurably softer and rounder than the Nebbiolo I mentioned before. And thanks to its high acidity, Barbera thrives in warmer climates. 
Um, uh, the Barbera d'Alba covers the Alba Viticultural area from the town of Alba and nearby hills with some mm-hmm. overlap in Barolo and Barbaresco. The best wines, though, come from the hillside sites near Barolo. Now, I mm-hmm. mentioned Barbera d'Asti DOCG. Well, to go from Alba to Asti, we took an old school steam train. This was such a cool experience. I mean, like old school train station, blow an actual whistle. We see the we see the guy shoveling coal into the engine, black smoke, face, hands, neck from soot, (laughs) covered black. Like it was that part was cool. Then get on the train, very old school train, very regal though, not like old, dilapidated old. Yes. Old, like regal and royal, gilded, gold everywhere fine wood everything shining like oh. it's what i imagined for a train back in the day how long did so, it take uh maybe like 40 minutes because it also was not going so now i'm used to the tgv and yes. now to get you there lightning fast no this i'm like okay um i think the conductor is out back pushing this train with his <laughs> hand <laughs> I'm so like, basically they're very right very very close from each other yeah, they're not far. They're not far at all. But when we got to Asti, mm-hmm. I mean, I had to drink Moscato Dasti. Yeah. But they did it kind of in a fun way. They did some cocktails with it at a cocktail truck outside of a mansion. So there was that. And what kind of cocktail did you get? It was uh, uh, the Moscato was mixed with like a ginger liqueur and mm-hmm. then a little bit of tonic and then a lot of ice. And how was that? Oh, it was delicious. Yes, very refreshing. Mm. I had two. <laughs> Don't worry. Even if you had more, we, we will not you know, survey and. and <laughs> well, no, me having, the sec- me having the second one actually, um, and was talking to another lady that was on the trip. We was like, oh, yeah, we'll have a second. And then we go to walk down the you know hill from the mansion to go back to the bus. And we see the bus driving off. And we're like, oh, no. What do we do now? How do we get out of here? You go back to the truck and get some more of those cocktails, no? So we were thinking about that. Then we saw a couple of other people that were left behind. And then there was a guy who had something to do with the mansion, worked there, something. This part I don't remember because two cocktails. (laughs) Two cocktails, yeah. Two cocktails. (laughs) And uh, he gave us a ride because he was going to our dinner as well. So he gave us a ride over there. Oh, the excitement of uh, traveling. The excitement of traveling, yep. So, yeah, the icy part was the Moscato and then the Barbera. So how did you, if you were, if you were to compare that to, to some of the French wines, because you were talking about, you know, the, the parallels between, you know, Burgundy and, 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 and those places, which one do you prefer? I'll have to say I prefer French wine because I feel like French wine, I can just drink that on its own. Um, if I just want to have like a nice little Aperol, maybe I have like some peanuts or some pretzels or something mm. like, like that. It's fine. But with Italian wine, I feel like I really need to have a meal. Oh, fair enough. Uh, just trying a quick poll concerning, uh, are you familiar with the wines of, of Alba and Asti? A little, uh, 70%, a lot, 15%, no, 15%. And would you be interested in trying them? About almost 90, 85% would be interested in trying them. Uh, let me share the results so they can have a look at that. Um, well, hopefully they are a little more familiar now. So they can say a little more. Yeah, yeah so we so. hear about them, but actually in, in terms of actually trying them or drinking them, there's 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 a majority that 
you know, would like to try them. A lot of them don't make it out of Italy. They keep um, some of their wines to themselves. I mean, they, they are delicious, so I get it. But, yeah. yeah. So you've been you've been to to Alba and Asti. You've been to Verona. Uh, you tend to be a lot of a lot of uh, the time in, in in Italy these days. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. So for next year, I've put Spain in my mind, and I'm gonna um, work on manifesting that so that I can go to Spain a lot next year. So okay. nice. Yeah, we'll follow up with that. So yeah. now the famous wine minute so last year you 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 had some new year's resolution you know things you wanted to do uh and you said this is this is exactly what i'm going to do this year etc cetera, etc cetera. now we are at the end of the year and uh, we want to take a bit of stock on what happened between what you wanted to do and what you actually did yes are you ready yes okay here we go so i said i was going to do three things first thing take a trip go somewhere to some other wine regions to visit because I go to Champagne a lot because that's work, but I've been all over the place. Bordeaux a few times, Avignon, Chateauneuf-de-Pop, Provence to visit Chateau d'Esclande, Tracasse de Larzac, Saint-Chignon in France, then Alba Barona, Bardolino in Italy, and then the summer I was in South Africa. Second, Wait. read a book. Read a wine book. Oh, yes, and Vaughn too, of course. Read a wine book. I didn't do great with this one. So not a real book. I've read a bunch of white papers and articles for the wine classes I teach, though. So like academic stuff and textbooks. So not very exciting. Coptic. Yes. Next, drink something sparkling that's not champagne. This kind of was like, give me like, clearly I was going to do this. Various Cremants, Francia Corda, um, some, a bunch of Proseccos, and then had a Cap Classique in South Africa. Next month, three new solutions. Resolutions. Yes. Okay, you got it. Two and it. a half, two and three quarters, yeah. let's say. You got that. Good, good, good. You got to prepare now the New Year's resolution for 2023, but you know, yeah, we'll keep them for January, be? these yeah. ones. Uh, what are your thumbs up and thumbs down? Thumbs up? I had a good year. I went a lot of places and drank a lot of cool things, met a lot of good people. Um, and I see Katerina in here. Hi. Uh, got to see her a couple of times this year, so that was fun. Um, yeah, it was a good year. That's my thumbs up. Thumbs down? If any. Thumbs down. Um, I guess my thumbs, the only thumbs down would be I'm not going home for Christmas. Uh, but I mean, I'm come to terms with that. But yeah, I won't be going home to Chicago uh, for Christmas to be with my family. So yeah, that's kind of a thumbs down. Yeah, for next time. Maybe Tanisha, next time. thank you very much. And we'll see you, you in 2023.